Hello and welcome to Ismain is a podcast. I am one of your hosts, Omar Lopez, and I'm joined with someone stinkier than Davy Jones's locker. Josh Hemo. It's a medical problem. I shower, it just stinks still, so. I'm sorry, I thought that was just you not showering. Don't don't put me on blast. Do do we wanna can we, do you wanna redo it? Do you wanna redo it? I didn't mean to like you know make make fun it's of fine you. it's fine yeah, okay it's no, fine it's, okay here, no, it's look, fine. we're doing it's it again. Fine. <laughs> i'm one of your hosts omar lopez and i'm joined with someone with an iron butt <laughs> Joshimo. there you go i fixed it i don't know which one's worse well the other one the, the first one was real the second one is fake so that works <laughs> out all right so for those of you joining in for the first time uh this is our podcast where we watch a spongebob episode discuss a little life lessons and of course just enjoy the episode for what it is and most importantly, we have fun. Isn't that right, Josh? With a capital F. Yeah, a big old F. Big old F. And a C oh. And this year <laughs> this year. This week we're watching season three, episode fifteen, Born Again Crabs, and I had an accident. Act one, Born Again Crabs. So in this act, SpongeBob finds an old, disgusting, moldy, crabby patty under the grill and he tries to throw it away but he's forced by Mr. Krabs to sell it the next day. So the next day he tries to sell it and basically every single customer he tries to sell it to ends up avoiding the Krusty Krabs and over time no one decides to go to the Krusty Krab. And so to prove a point Mr. Krabs decides to eat the patty and it basically kills him calling forth the Flying Dutchman to collect his soul. Bum, bum, bum. So my question for you, Josh, because of this episode, what would make you want to make a deal with death? Like, what what would death tell you to do that you would have to like now like live your life a generous person or something? Do you think it would? What lifestyle change do you think death would make you make? Does that make sense? Stop being so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sounds more like a, a blessing <laughs> no that's what you're saying like I would have to change right yeah Th- yeah if I <laughs> you tell me to stop living my life so sad no I don't oh, know that's too depressing uh, yeah Um. see that's the thing is like I don't know if I have like it's hard to see your own flaw I guess where Mr. Mm-hmm. Krabs is like very clearly greedy where yeah. it's like I don't know what my you don't have like a Scrooge like type flaw I don't at least I don't think so do I? I don't think so. <laughs> being a little... think. Yeah. You would just tell me stop being such a piece of shit all the time. Fine, we'll make it more general. Uh, would you make a deal with death to extend your life? Yeah, I think so. Even if it was like something crazy? If I was like to get on a plane tomorrow and it was going down and death was like, yo, I'll spare you, but you have to do this, this, and this. I think I'd do it. I think right now I'm a little too young to be like, well, might as well let it happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see 30, at least. So, what about you? Um, I think I would. I think yeah. I'd be like, uh, yeah, yeah. If you, I, I would even add more to the deals. Like, I will do more if there's something else I can do to just, like, I don't know, get extra stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some extra powers in there. Give me, yeah. a, like, one superpower, even if it's shitty. 
I just want to like a superpower like uh, send me back to the third grade with all the knowledge that I know now just to see what happens. That that was one thing I thought about too is just like if I had a chance to go like if death gave me a chance to go back and like redo my life like I don't know that'd be really interesting I guess. Right? And then like I don't know and then you come re- run into the, like the uh what's it called? You run into the time travel situation where it's like okay, if you like imagine if in this situation they death had sent me back to kindergarten but with the knowledge that i know now right mm-hmm. and then i was like 9 11 is gonna happen <laughs> y2k is fake like don't worry about it like all this information like imagine a child knowing that and not being able to articulate that this little eight year old mom 9 11 is gonna happen they're gonna crash into the twin towers eat, eat your eat your peas honey and then it happens and then that one mom feels horrible yeah, I guess that would be your superpower is knowing the future or a yeah. curse. <laughs> but no, only knowing the future, like you wouldn't be able to prepare. Like you'd only remember what you kind of like half remember because you want to be able to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but what, so what was if it was like a, a personal thing? Like you didn't remember any like world event stuff, but you remember the choices you've made and stuff. Oh, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. And but I'd you you fun. can change it. Like for me, like I don't know if I'd go into theater. I was always wanted to be a doctor growing up, so I think I would have pursued that harder and see where my life would have led from there. Or something like ha- that. Didn't you wouldn't have this great SpongeBob podcast? Is that what you're trying? Are you trying to break up with me over this this podcast? Um, I didn't know how to do it, so this was the best way to do it. <laughs> Whatever. I did like to see it. This is the first time we see Davy Jones acting as like an entity of fate. Like all the other times, they're like, "Oh, Davy Jones is just like a dude that like." had his corpse hung up in a window. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this time he's like actually dealing as the Grim oh, Reaper. The, oh, which the I Flying Dutchman? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the uh, Flying Dutchman. Yeah. I'm dumb. It's late at night, guys. Please be, <laughs> be kind. It's been a long day. It has been a long day. But yeah, like the Flying Dutchman is like the first time we've seen him yeah. doing that. Yeah. And I also like that they do have Davy Jones as like his locker is a literal locker. I thought that was funny because like I, I don't even know where that saying came from i didn't do any research i should have looked into it beforehand mm-hmm. but um i've always hear from like pirates of caribbean like almost a new davy jones locker and it's just like under the sea like just drowning or whatever mm-hmm. but it's really cool to see like a locker full of like smelly socks which brought <laughs> me to like a lesson is to make sure that you like wash your clothes like do your laundry especially like your gym clothes no one wants to smell that <laughs> All right, so I just looked it up, and apparently Davy Jones's locker, no one really knows why it's a euphemism, okay. I guess. And it says, a 19th century dictionary tracing Davy Jones to Ghost of Jonah. So it doesn't really say why it's Davy Jones's locker. Huh. So there you go. Saved you the Google. Thanks. <laughs> but one thing I'd noticed, though, is Mr. Krabs cries harder for that millionth dollar that he lost that one time, then when he's literally about to die and be put in a pseudo hell. Right. I think that just, again, plays into how greedy the liquor is. Like, <laughs> he did call it for true. his mama, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, I guess it was more, like, emotional. Yeah. In that way. <laughs> how do you feel about his, like, flip? His flip to, to being a good person? I think it was, like, I wanted it to be genuine, you know, 
I wanted it to be like, all right, he's really, really trying. And like, it's funny because a lot of the things that he was doing, like giving free refills and like giving toys out for free mm-hmm. are just basic human, like decency things that restaurants normally do. So I thought it was funny that he was just being. And then he does crazy things like buy a Blockbuster before it comes he did, out. Yeah. And give Squidward like long breaks and stuff like that. Um, but I thought it, like there has to be a fine line. I thought he just like was too overboard with it and on purpose just to like be like, oh, well, I'm dreaming. I can just be as crazy and dead as impossible instead of try to genuinely be a nice person. It reminds me of Yes Man where there's like mm. the whole point is like, oh, you start saying yes because you want to, not because you, we made you. you yeah. Know? <laughs> um, that nasty sentient Krabby Patty if someone told me to sell that thing, that was the one small lesson. It was like, if someone tells you to do something disgusting like that, quit. Yeah. Or report them to that, to everybody. <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to, to the newspaper. To, to the police. To the police. To the news stations. <laughs> to God. Everybody. <laughs> That's the second time we've seen uh, something of the crab, like the Krusty Krab food-wise come to life. Like the first time was the uh, appetizer that Mr. Krabs made. So I wonder if there's something in the meat that yeah, like brings sentience. Some life-giving properties. Yeah. I think it was nasty. But even like around the patty, like under the stove, the whole floor was disgusting. And that was a lesson I got too, is like make sure you kind of like clean your workspace, even if it's not like your work work, but like your desk at home or just where you function is a good I'm idea. Gonna, I'm going to expand that because yeah. I think Everyone should give their kitchen a deep clean eventually. Oh, yeah. Um, and I say that just from experience as like a renter. There's the worst time to clean like under your stove and all those different like in your stove and all those different things is when you're about to move out like the week before your lease is due. Because <laughs> like then it's just too much. It's just all caked on. I mean, yeah. especially with the stove, like grease is such a pain in the to like get out. It's like awful. It's just, and then you use like that oven cleaner that like almost tries to murder you. Yeah, the fumes are super <laughs> just strong. Copping up along the entire time, it's great. Yeah, um, that's probably why I got less brain cells now. <laughs> I can't remember anything. That's why it explains from last week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a defining friendship moment here, so answer Uh-oh. wisely. Um, would you I'll try sell- to think about it for more than two seconds? Would you sell my soul for sixty-two cents? Oh, definitely not. You're at least you're at least worth more than that. Oh, uh, thanks. I would be more mad that I was sold. Not that my soul was sold for money, is that it was sold for such a small amount of money. Yeah. You know, I would want something more like like if you sold my soul for like, you know, an extra three years of your life for something like you that had more value, I'd be like, Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds like a good deal, you know? <laughs> Or like Check uh, the off. ability to know how you die, like something like that, something yeah. cool, not like literal pocket change. It can't get anything with sixty-two cents. Well, maybe in Bikini Bottom, but like definitely not in the real world <laughs> at all. What is with Mister Krabs and coming up with these weird, fake? Oh wait, wait! Before we get off on that, are you gonna trade? Would you trade my soul for sixty-two cents? <laughs> nah, nah, definitely okay. worth like. More than like a dollar fifty. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I didn't want to change the subject before you before I asked you the same question. <laughs> the pressure's on. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's with Mr. Krabs and coming up with these r- lame <laughs> names 
where he's just like, uh, I'm gonna be, and then he looks at like something close, and he's like, I want to figure this out, and he's like, Harold Flowers, my name, <laughs> which honestly is not a bad bad name. No, it sounds like a that's like, like a legit. I would believe that would be a real person. Yeah, but like a real person in a cartoon, not a real person in real life. No, but apparently, uh, I did find out today that someone I knew their last name was Puffer. Huh. Well, someone else that someone else knew. A friend I won't of say a friend. who. A friend of a friend. Puffer. But I was like, what a funny name. <laughs> and then I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and there's a character named Beefer. And I was like, <laughs> those are all kind of like in the same realm of vein, me. like Puffer and Beefer. Yeah. Puffer very, and very Beefer. Weird. Those are a couple D&D characters right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll make my <laughs> D&D character Beefer or Puff Beef. Beefy pu- Puffy Beef. The Puff, third. Puff Baby Beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's too late, Josh. We're, we're just <laughs> speaking nonsense. Now. It's um, it's a rap album at this point. <laughs> puffer, beefer, beefy, puffer. Um, I did learn a new word because of this episode. Oh, what was it? Uh, let me, how do I pronounce this word? Oh, I just learned no, a new I word. No, I had it written down and I can't pronounce it. <laughs> uh, parsimonious? Is that how you say it? Parsimony. What part does he say it in? I don't uh, remember that word. <laughs> you parsimonious pen, uh, penny pinching or something like that. Oh. Uh, the fine Dutchman says it. Let me let me make sure that I'm like, yeah, I think it's parsimonious. Uh, if I'm wrong, one of you English majors out there can uh, correct me. But uh, the definition was unwilling to spend money or use research resources is like stingy or frugal. I was like, wow, I just got an SAT word thanks to SpongeBob. That used to be me. Yeah. I used to be very stingy. Although I I would spend my money. I wasn't like so stingy I would never spend my money. Whenever I had a girlfriend, I'd spend my money. Because girls suck out your your wallet and your soul. Hopefully that's not the only thing they suck. Yikes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is one small lesson that I got is being cheap is a terrible thing. Yeah. Like you got to spend money on something. It's not going to stay with you forever. Yeah. Right? supposedly you just be generous i think that was the bigger lesson from this specific episode is just like just be a nice person and don't be an like mr krabs because it comes back to bite you in the ass like all that greed doesn't do you any good in the end yeah and i think it's odd because like this uh act is basically like a setup for like you know a christmas story yeah you like you're thinking it's gonna be like oh i'm gonna show you your past and it ends up just being like now you're going straight to hell. Yeah. This episode is kind of weak in general. Like, it, it's not often that we get a lot of, like, really weak episodes. But this one, I was just, like, I wasn't really feeling most of it. Yeah, like, the first half, there isn't a lot to... There's, like, a couple things you can learn, but there's not... It's a very simplistic storyline with not a lot of, like, good jokes, I don't think. No. Like, the funniest thing is, like, I guess... Mr. Krabs like selling SpongeBob's soul and then SpongeBob mm-hmm. like talking to the talking the Dutchman's ear off and getting sent back. Like that's probably like the funniest part of it. But everything else I was like, this kind of falls flat for me, you know. That's also uh it actually plays in perfectly to our theory because I believe that the reason SpongeBob keeps getting reincarnated is because he's so annoying that he cheats death. Or do you think it's something that he's learned? Maybe that's a, like a learned ability. He's like, Oh, I know I can annoy my way out of this situation. And then become come back to life. I can become God. Because <laughs> technically, in that moment, he took SpongeBob from the living realm, was gonna kill him, and then 
It's like, nah, I'm putting him back. So yeah. he's he's resurrected. He's basically Jesus. <laughs> All he's a he's a yellow spongy Jesus. Father, son, and the yellow sponge. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, you ready for the bubble break? Bubble break. Yep. Let's nice. Do it. I like that. <laughs> So for this week, since there wasn't a lot to You can use that with, sound bite all the time. I'm going to put in everything. <laughs> Good. I'm going to replace it. All our curse word sounds, the transitions, the intro, it's just going to be that. It's just that noise. Good. Good, good, good. So for this week, what I wanted to bring up on the bubble break was what cheap things do you do in your life to save money? Gotcha. Um, so I, maybe like maybe not like an ordinary person would do, or maybe an ordinary person. If you have uh, anything crazy, though, let me know. Huh? Like you turn your underwear inside out or something to get an extra day out of them. Yeah, and throw them in the freezer. You don't do that. Well, they actually say if you throw your your jeans, your jeans yeah. and other clothing in the freezer, it does kill the bacteria. I don't want but, my balls to be cold though. So. <laughs> That's uh, my least favorite part of it getting colder is like the heat isn't turned on. And because the heat isn't turned on, the like my jeans are freezing. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me not want to leave bed. <laughs> the safe zone. Um, I think this is a habit I developed when I was in Berkeley. Because uh, I never did it when I was in Tucson. But Tucson prices were like reasonable. But when I was in Berkeley, I lived two blocks from a Dollar Tree. And I would never buy food or like anything from a Dollar Tree uh, before. But since then, since I lived in Berkeley, I now consistently, even now in New York, there's I know where the do- closest Dollar Tree is and I go to it and I will buy like certain food items and certain like other things specifically only at Dollar Tree. I won't like go to Target, what? like any kind of like you kitchen stuff, like utility stuff, like uh, some spices, I'll only buy at Dollar Tree. Uh, aluminum foil, plastic. Uh, let me think. What else? Here's uh, my question, though. Do you think you're getting the same quality? Definitely not. Probably not. But in my head, I think that I'm saving money. So. <laughs> well, but there's some, like there's certain things spices that spices can be very expensive. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I'm not, I don't pay two dollars for like garlic powder when I can go to the dollar store and get crappy garlic powder. But there's like <laughs> bread at the dollar store. Is like a dollar a loaf. Where I go to the regular grocery store, it's like three dollars. Like I get dollar store bread, and I can get sourdough. That's I perfect. I would really like to see what the nutritional differences are in there. Honestly, look at me. Do I think are like you, a, Do I look like I care about nutrition? Are you killing yourself <laughs> on a longer term? Is my question. <laughs> um, I don't think you are, but I because I'm what very much in the if it's cheap and you can get it and it works for you, then why not just do that. Yeah, and people do it. I mean, like, especially I've noticed here, a lot more people buy stuff at, like, food at the dollar store. Like, when I'm in line, that's mostly what people have. Like, they'll have boxes of snacks and stuff like that from there, so. I like getting my movie theater candy at the dollar store. See, that's smart. I don't pay no $2 for a damn Mike and Ike's. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Especially when you're at the movie theaters, it's like $5, not just $2. And you're like, hey, this is more expensive than... This is a Wait crime. A this is a little crime. <laughs> it's a hate crime. Uh, what about you? I don't know. Like, I used to be very, very cheap. Um, like, when I, in freshman year of college, all I ate was spaghetti. Because I was just feeding myself, so I didn't have to worry about, like, everyone else. So I was like, man, I just buy, like, spaghetti and spaghetti sauce and ground beef, and boom. 
Hey, got yourself a meal for a week. Literally, yeah, I would eat that all week, and then when I was done, I'd be like, "Well, time to eat more spaghetti." Yeah, and I would make it all again, <laughs> and I got pretty decent at making like a very basic spaghetti. Um, I don't know, like a lot of like the cheaper things I do now, or like I used to buy monthly MetroCard things, but then I really added it up, and I was like, "Oh, I actually don't take the subway as much as I thought." Yeah. So then, then I started paying per ride or like things that I'll do. Like sometimes if Fatima's not working and I'm working, I'll ask to borrow her monthly Metro card and I'll just use that instead of using mine. That's just smart. I don't know. That's cheap. That's just smart. It's like smaller things like that, but like, honestly it's negligible and it's not like my income can't handle a monthly Metro card. Yeah. You know, like I understand that there's people out there who does, it does not handle that. But like, I think that's the funny thing about like, certain cheap habits because like you said like the stuff i'm getting at the dollar store like am i really get saving that much quality like if i just go to target and pay like a dollar more and probably get better stuff like probably not it's not like i can't afford it it's just like a weird habit in my head that's like and i think a lot of people's head when they do like frugal things like that they're like i am saving money this is great for me especially if you're living in in like a more expensive city like even here i'm like oh well i could just take the train but that would be a swipe so now i'm gonna walk yeah and like or sometimes i'm not going to take a taxi with all my gear i'm gonna like lug it everywhere yeah and like it's it's hard because like you got to do like that kind of your own like cost benefit analysis in your head where you're like okay so i can roll my case from you know the office to penn station because it's close then i have to go through the office in penn station but I saved myself like 15 bucks on a cab because it's like rush hour right now. We're just going to sit in traffic. But in the end, so what is know. 15 bucks in the end, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. You're probably making that pretty quickly back. And that's, it's weird to justify that, especially like a freelance life. It's hard to justify money sometimes. Yeah. Or like even it's like, okay, well, what's more valuable? Because then you can go on an even bigger scale. Like what's more valuable, your time or your money? Yeah. And like for some people, it's like, well... I if I have three drinks with my friends like that's more valuable to me than like me spending the same amount of money on like something I need for like my my home yeah something like that right I don't know it's like a weird being cheap is like weird in everyone's head like I look at other people and I'm like really you're spending like you you had a job offer and you didn't go for it like something like that or like even you're spending your money on just like frivolous that I'd like really why are you doing that like you're not yeah you you're, don't you're need broke. that you're always complaining that you're broke that used to happen to me all the time in college like people would always complain to me like I'm so broke I can't eat this I can't eat that and then I'd see them on the weekend like getting <laughs> face they're going I'm crazy like, okay. they up in the club yeah exactly yeah. yeah in the club going to strip clubs and going to movies not during matinee times <laughs> you that, know they were being real wild dumb. child yeah and I didn't like it I didn't like it at all. I was like, why don't, you, why don't you save your money? They are. They're saving it for the weekend. Act two. I had an accident. Oh, I'm sorry, Josh. You okay? Oh, it's okay. It was, uh, I just wet myself a little bit. It's fine. Okay. I'll clean it's it okay. up later. We'll, we'll take care of it after. <laughs> so we join our friends SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy as they're uh, sandboarding. And SpongeBob has a bit of an accident because he's too busy being a goof off, making fun of Squidward and everything else and breaks his butt. And so he spends the rest of the episode locked inside his house, 
because he's too afraid to go outside and break his butt again and end up in the iron butt. So Patrick and Sandy try their best to coax him out. And in the end, they get attacked by a, a underwater gorilla who SpongeBob tries to save them and is not successful. It's a weird episode. It is that ending. Let's I let's was, talk about the end. Let's just jump right into that. Yeah, let's yeah. jump right into that, and then we'll go into your topic discussion. Yeah. <laughs> so that ending is so freaking weird, and I just think that the writers were like, I don't know how to get out of this. No. Like, how do we get SpongeBob to come outside? And they're like, I don't know. We don't know it at all. <laughs> let's just throw a gorilla in here. A br- yeah, and it ends up being a real, well, quote unquote, real gorilla, and then they're like. What does he say? They're onto us, Clarence. Or whatever. George or George is the horse. Yeah, who's also like a human in, in costume or whatever. And then they just hop on and then just ride off into the sunset. But it's even weirder is that then it pans out and it's like a family watching this, and then they okay, like. I'm gonna correct you only because oh. it's a pet peeve of mine. <gasps> yeah, it is not pans out. Oh. You cannot pan out. You can wow. zoom out. You can dolly back. I guess. They, I'm telling everyone at home to transition out. The, the curse, the transition out works. The the correct cinematography terms: tilt up or down, pan left or right, zoom in or out, dolly forward or back. <laughs> You're no, you guys are ignorant. <laughs> it's not me being a nerd. It's you guys being dumb. It's another episode of what grinds my gears with Omar Lopez. Welcome. <laughs> you may continue. You may continue. <laughs> So it transitions out to this family watching this episode and the parents just like look at each other and they turn off the TV. It's like, what is this? Like, what weird meta universe did we just stumble into? I don't know. I did not like it. That being said, I would like to watch an episode of George and the gorilla and see an adventure with them. I don't know. I didn't really like them. (laughs) I just want to know why they're underwater. Like, what, why what are is they that attacking about? people? And then, what what plot are they onto? Like, they're onto us. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. That's what I want to know. I want some backstory. I don't know if I want that. I don't want to be a part of that <laughs> that universe. <laughs> this weird meta universe where a whole white family is watching SpongeBob, watching us watching SpongeBob. I don't know. I don't like it. it messes with your mind. It freaks me out. You can't sleep at night. It makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uncomfortable, it jumps into my topic. Yes. I had a question for you. Yes. So if you had the choice, would you prefer to be a spanker in a seven-mile spanking line, or would you like to be the spanky-e? Mm, I would say the spanker, yeah. and this is the reason why. I feel like if you got through the line, your butt would hurt real bad. Yeah. Like, I think I could handle, like, a couple spanks. And been like, ooh, yeah, I'm all right with that. <laughs> ooh, like, and it, I, I would probably enjoy like a certain amount of spanks, but then <laughs> after a while, uh, assuming the spanks are like in a playful nature, not in a like let me hurt you and punish you kind of spanks. Yeah, um, that's past my my safety zone. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's the reason I would be a spanker. Do you think that they have a safe word set up in the spank line? Like, in case you need to get out, you just yell something. <laughs> Please let me out. <laughs> They're like, no, that's not the safe that's word. That's not safe it. Word is, you got to keep going. Safe word is iron butt. <laughs> I could see the benefit for both. I think being a spanker would be, like, safer for me in general. 
Because I think you're right. Getting spanked for seven miles sounds awful. Like, I don't know if your family does this, but like the whole, like when you turn a certain age. <laughs> no, we age, do not do a seven oh, mile seven- spanking oh, machine. <laughs> well, damn. I'm about to throw my entire family under the bus. No, but like when you turn a certain age and like they spank you for that certain amount of times or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's like a running joke. Yeah. 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 For your birthdays. Yeah. But I feel like after any age after 15 or like 10, I was just like, this hurts now. Please stop like <laughs> your parents would actually do it yeah my like it got I, more violent the older i got <laughs> everyone that i knew they're like oh we gotta beat you up and then it would never happen oh no no we'd actually do it i still do it if i'm home during whenever it's time for birthdays i will chase this person down and i'll be as violent as i can about it <laughs> jesus christian better run for her butt 18's coming up you better oh, watch yikes. out <laughs> i hope she's listening i hope she's warned <laughs> what do you think happens with an iron butt does it just take care of your poops yeah do you think it's just like it's like a giant vacuum it just sucks out your poop for you because like you don't really you You can't sit on it we talked about this when william was on the podcast yeah uh do you without your butts like do you really suffer i mean other than the fact you can't sit but i guess with that iron butt you can like sit on that right well, I don't even know if you can sit. You just stand in there the whole time. I guess. But, like, you can't... I don't know. You just get cushions or whatever everywhere you go. You bring one of those little bleacher cushions. Yeah. Bring one of those, like, little chairs or whatever. Yeah. That being said, though, like, that machine is giant. That iron mm-hmm. butt is huge for, like, any kind of purpose. Again, like... Maybe that it... guy had a big butt. Oh. He was thick, and so they gave he him a thick, thick machine. thick with two Cs. <laughs> Oh, sir, you're you're very thick. So uh, we're gonna give you the extra thick model. <laughs> <laughs> Can you fart in the iron butt? Do you think so? I, I would hope so. I hope, yeah. What I would do hope do with so. all that gas. It's gotta go somewhere. <laughs> you just burp all the time. Hey, nah, I don't know if it works that way. Because, <laughs> like, I don't. I really wish, like, I don't think it could happen. Like, you could redirect a fart so it becomes out a burp instead of a fart. I always so you know that that sh- joke in Shrek when he when he burps. Oh, he's and, like, oh, better out than in. Yeah, I always thought that was a joke about like somehow redirecting it instead of farting. Growing up, I was like, and then so I you're really, an idiot. Yeah, what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm exposing myself right now is that yes, hello, I am Josh Hemo, and I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all knew it, Josh. We all knew it. Well, I just had to come to terms with it eventually, and so here on October 14th, I'm finally coming to terms with it. <laughs> uh speaking of idiots what what do you think that yellow why do you think that sand was yellow uh that's a good question um i don't know i would i I mean we're classically thinking that it's like what has to be p right and we know i'm not gonna put it past i'm not gonna put it past patrick that he wouldn't eat p covered sand Mm because even in sponge sponge or pat tar was eating like poop basically you're a gary poop yeah so, I can't imagine what else it would be. What else would the yellow sand be? Lemonade. <laughs> around the corner, lemonade. Or was it lemonade, <laughs> lemonade, around the corner, chocolate's made? You're disgusting. Shout gosh. out to elementary school. <laughs> Speaking of disgusting, um, that hole where he's like, you could wash an old person. <laughs> and, he, and they're like, that's not fun. And then the old guy's like, it is for me. Yeah, so we brought this up last week um 
when Dan was on the podcast, like mm-hmm. there's really adult themes in the panty raid stuff. And I feel like it's the same one in this one too. Like there's the whole spanking line. There's the weird like grandpa who likes getting washed, which is hardcore. Like that's a fetish. Must be a fetish, right? The butt smacking in football as well. Yeah. And like him breaking his butt, the gorilla attack, which is very violent. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> all of it was like, this is. And it's never ending. No. No. <laughs> so I was like, this is all very like very adult themed stuff more than yeah. i've seen in the past or recently let's, i should say let's discuss uh his whole indoors shenanigans do you think he was overreacting i guess it's how much do you value your butt maybe he values his butt a lot and <laughs> so he was just afraid like would you be afraid of the iron butt no like i would just assume that i can't be like as extreme anymore no but like i wouldn't i don't think i it would keep me from going outside mm. you know makes sense because, like, uh, I've broken bones and shit before, and it's, I'm not like, all right, I'm never going to go outside ever again. I think the only time that something like that happened is, like, I got in a, like, car accident in college, and I was, like, kind of shaken, and I didn't, like, want to drive out, anymore. I didn't want to go out drive or, like, go outside. Like, I didn't leave my house for, like, two days. Cause I was like, oh, that, I don't want to do that. And then I didn't drive for, like, another couple months after that. So. Mm, that makes sense. But you got to, like, face those fears. I guess is one of the small lessons I got was, like, um, Sometimes danger is what makes life fun. Yeah. You got to be a little bit like you got to not live on the edge, but like, you know, take some risks. Yeah. See what's out there. And then another one I got was gorillas don't belong underwater. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's a good one. Real or fake gorilla suit or not. Um, A lesson I got was like uh, pay attention when you're uh, doing any kind of activity, like navigating, like biking, driving, skiing, any of that. And, like, don't let yourself get distracted. Like, there's that's a whole thing now, like, having cell phones and stuff like that in cars. Like, you can't have your cell phone out. And that's because it's a, it's a good reason. You don't want to get in a car accident. Like, especially if it's, like, a really extreme thing. Like, cars are always going pretty quickly. And, you know, SpongeBob was, like, sandboarding. Yeah. It was it's not, not a good time to be distracted. No, and, like, Patrick playing a video game. Which, again, is another really meta thing. This whole episode, yeah. I don't know why they wanted to go. This was like a weird episode. Last week's episode was so good, even though it was really adult. And like, I feel like this episode really like is a, such a like a lull, except for like Penny chipped in the and the used napkin. Oh yeah, those are being somewhat sentient beings. I, do, okay, so that's a question I had. Do you think that maybe we couldn't hear them? But I, but everyone else could, like SpongeBob and Patrick, could hear them actually speak. I would say, like maybe it's the power of imagination. Uh, maybe it was like a bubble buddy situation. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that would make sense. But then that means Chip died. It means oh, hundred percent. He Chip. murdered Chip. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that used napkin. Since, well, did used napkin talk at all? He called SpongeBob a name. I think the only thing that used napkin did was like, you don't there's no name there's no need for name calling used napkin was the only mm. thing. So yeah, then they're all sentient. I guess so. RIP chip. <laughs> but my favorite part of this episode, we can't go away without discussing that song that SpongeBob sings. Yeah, where he's like, I know of a place where you never get lost. It does I like how he does like his little like three indoors like ballad situation <laughs> it was great um, and my favorite is like I like all the memes that come out with like take it away Penny and he's like and I he's like <laughs> screaming and stuff like that yeah 
Uh, it's so good. Yeah, but that was like one of the only redeeming qualities of this episode. It's so funny. I was talking to you before we recorded uh, that like I didn't remember this episode at all until mm-hmm. the endorse moment. I was like, oh, this is this episode. Like I don't remember the iron butt or anything like that. So it's funny that like this one kind of got swept under the rug in my yeah, mind I, bubble. For me, like the only thing that I I remember was the endorse moment, penny chip and used napkin. Yeah. And then uh, the whole like gorilla sequence where like it's just Patrick being like a silly gorilla and then like a real gorilla shows up. But I didn't remember like how it ended or what the gorilla was really doing or anything. It was just really weird. Yeah. It was a very, very odd episode in so many different ways. Yeah. I guess we got to add one like most of season three has been pretty good. So it's like there could be an oddball out of it. The doctor shows up in both parts of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this one, it's just like he puts together or he puts SpongeBob's butt back together using like staples, glue stick, and, and a tape. <laughs> I was like, there's something seriously wrong with Bikini Bottom's healthcare system. Cause in the last part, he like screams at Mr. Krabs that he's like, don't touch me. I don't want to be infected with whatever you got or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, at least it's free. I guess so. <laughs> Maybe that's why, because it's free. Maybe there's like a fancier like Squilliam uh, hospital. hospital that's really nice and like clinic and spa or some. So you're saying that's what we get to look forward to if uh, US ever gets a health- free healthcare system is a uh, staple and glue sticks for my bones. Well, at least at least it's something. <laughs> that's 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 true. <laughs> Wumbo lesson. Welcome to the Wumbo lesson this week. First up, Omar Lopez. What'd you get? Bing, bing, bing. In this corner, wing. I don't remember because <laughs> I haven't been to the doctors in a while. Uh, Omar a, Lopez. a healthy adult weight. <laughs> a healthy adult weight. Skinnier in life, in real life, but fatter in pictures. Omar <laughs> Lopez. Bing, bing, That's bing, a true bing, talent right there. Uh, okay, so my Wumbo lesson, I got life is full of second chances. Take wow. advantage of them. Oh my gosh. That sounds like That's a that sounds like a Hallmark card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was almost like Danger Makes Life Fun, which I mentioned in the second act. Mm-hmm. But I think this is kind of like in the same vein where it's like, you know, Mr. Krabs really had a chance to just make his life better. Yeah. And um like you said, he could have gone he he could have eased up on being stingy and been a little bit more generous without going so overboard that he like gives away everything and puts himself in $10,000 worth of debt, yeah. bankruptcy and stuff like that. And then also in the second act where, you know, SpongeBob has this like life-changing accident which honestly did not really affect him, like it's not like he was in chronic pain or anything. Mm-mm. But then he was like I guess a little bit of PTSD from the world and he was worried for his butt, but like he could have changed it so that way he has like you know a slightly butt safe lifestyle. Yeah, you know it didn't have to be something so extreme. Maybe just he could sip tea on the mountain with Squidward while everyone else is sandboarding and stuff. Yeah, or you know pay attention when he's sandboarding, or go on a smaller hill or something. Yeah, but I I think that that's that's a good lesson because that happens like on a smaller scale to a lot of people. Like when you get Mm -hmm. a different job offer, you get a different like opportunity to try something new or move somewhere else. Like that's a second chance at like trying different stuff, you know? Yeah. And I like, I've seen people are like, um, 
you know, I've approached friends in the past in the past or like people have approached me. They're like, oh, I like really wish we would hang out more. or I really wish like like we'd talk about this or talk about that. Like that's like a small second chance for you to, you know, rekindle that relationship with your friends or like with loved ones or anything like that. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of times in life where there are moments where you could say something and change how that person treats you or change how other people treat you or how you um, treat each other, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then, like, it can affect you in a positive way. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, that's like a good little nugget to come out of your lesson is, like, it's never too late to change, too. Like, there might be second mm-hmm. chances for big opportunities, but, like, if you feel like there's, like, something crappy going on in your life, like, just make the change, you know? There's no reason not to. Yeah. All right. That's good. Josh, what lessons you get? Um, so this week I got um have friends that have your back. Um Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And I got the first part. Uh SpongeBob was willing to like stand up to death himself to defend mm-hmm. Mr. Krabs, the most stingy person in Bikini Bottom. And I think that's like a that's a really good friend to have. Like it's not even it's not even just a worker situation. Like even Squidward calls Mr. Krabs out on it. He's like I don't like SpongeBob, but the fact that you just sold his soul and he stood up for you, like that's just really crappy. And I think that's really cool that SpongeBob mm-hmm. like to have a friend like that that would do that. And even Squidward to be like, "Hey, Mr. Krabs, that was a bad idea." Yeah, to recognize that, right? But uh, yeah, and then in the second part, like SpongeBob or Sandy and uh, Patrick, like trying their hardest to like get SpongeBob to be more comfortable to come outside and like work with him and make sure he's okay. I thought it was really nice of them, right? They could have just been like, ah, whatever. He's just going to be lonely inside and sad. And they really went above and beyond because I think oh, yeah. after like three tries, I would have been like, all right, do you then. Yeah. <laughs> no, inside. they kept trying and trying and trying. Like they really cared. And I think that's really cool. And that's like a really cool thing to see like in both these parts. Like this episode itself, like we talked about, was kind of like lame in general. But like these like themes of like really solid friendships, I thought were really cool. Nice. Good lesson. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank all of you for listening to this week's episode. If you want to send us anything like suggestions, comments, uh, please reach out to us on ismaysapodcast.com or email us at ismaysapodcast at gmail.com. Of course, if you get your own ideas for lessons, we, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this, but let us know. Maybe, yeah. you, maybe you're like, Omar, you completely forgot this blankety blank lesson. And I'll be like, wow. And we'd be happy how to ru- talk. How, how rude of you to point that out. No, I would have yeah. been like, wow, that's really cool. Find I your can... own business. Yeah. <laughs> Start your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. Start your own SpongeBob <laughs> podcast with the exact same premise as ours. But we'd love to be able to, like, if you guys do that, to be able to talk about it on the podcast, too. You know? Yeah. That's I what the bubble breaks were intended for a lot of the times, too, is if you guys have those kind of topics to bring up, like, we'd love to be able to discuss it. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And be sure to share with all your friends and, of course, all of your enemies. And comment on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever comments can be commented. <laughs> all right. So, Josh, I have a really exciting news to tell you for this week. Oh, yeah? What'd you, what's going on? I have just finished constructing my seven-mile spanking machine. You finally finished it? I I'm done. Oh. I think you should. I think you should try it out. Oh, my butt has been waiting for this moment for years. Yeah, it's it's it, they're all soft spanks, so they build up, so you don't have to worry about like what we were talking about earlier about your 
your your butt getting sore before you get to the end. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I would I would like you to take the honorary uh um crawl through. Thank you. This is this is the happiest moment of my life. All right, Are here ready? we go. Go for it. Ooh. Ow. Oh. 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 